My name is Darren Joseph from HJ.tax. We're the team that seeks to demystify the sometimes confusing world of cross-border taxation for private clients. And today we have the honor and the privilege of having a conversation with the one, the only Leonardo Marquez dos Santos. Leonardo, please, could you introduce yourself? Thank you very much for having me, Darren. Um, I'm, I'm a tax lawyer based in Portugal, partner of Miranda Associates, also tax law and international tax law professor here at uh, Portuguese Catholic University. That's it. Wonderful. Asset protection, obviously. I mean, my my sense is that Portugal, and you guide me if I'm wrong, Portugal is not as litigious a society as, let's say, the U.S. So, you know, asset protection is a huge part of the, the whole financial planning process in the U.S., but perhaps less so in Portugal. But to the extent that it is something to consider, what uh, the typical asset protection tools that would be available. Uh, I would imagine it's similar to what we discussed previously on estate planning. Yeah, your comments. Well, I, I would say it depends on if you're Portuguese, born, mm. raised, and if your entire life here, or if you're mm. if you're, you're non-residents. Mm -hmm. Because what what I see is non-residents already have their uh, structures in place. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of see if those would apply here and what would be the ramifications. So, for instance, mm -hmm. I see a lot of Brits with uh, trusts. Mm -hmm. Trust is a is a like a f something that we do not acknowledge as a legal yeah. uh, entity, Portugal, because we are a civil law country. So mm -hmm. we have to sometimes look at these plannings and see what would be, how would they be perceived from a Portuguese tax authority's goggles, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, trusts, use of tax havens is also not very, is becoming less and less uh, acceptable from, from a European or OECD mm -hmm. standpoint. So mm -hmm. you, have to be, you have to tread lightly, even though, in all uh, honesty, I think there is some prejudice on tax havens, even though in a lot of countries there is a huge tradition on using tax havens. Some some of the cases, as you were saying, it's not at all tax related. It's more that it would be uh, asset protection. It's a structure mm -hmm. that is in place since Middle Ages, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so yeah. so it's it's not to evade taxes, but we have to see mm -hmm. how it works from a Portuguese standpoint. Um, Structures are different. It, it pretty much mm -hmm. depends on the level of wealth that you have. Mm -hmm. uh, I see, uh, I see lots of companies sometimes mm -hmm. used for asset protection. Mm -hmm. And if you have wealthy families, there is a common branch which is held by each of the families of or mm -hmm. the sub branches of the family. Then mm -hmm. you have companies use more companies than trusts. There are rules mm -hmm. on the distributions of, of profits from the operational part of the business to mm -hmm. the holding to the sub holdings until like let's say the grand grandsons uh, and grand grandsons with mm -hmm. different rules. That, uh, but I think we use more companies for for those purposes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of real estates. There's a tradition in Portugal to use real estate to invest because it's something that mm -hmm. won't be lost. Mm -hmm. But for, mm -hmm. for data, data protection, also, obviously, we use other jurisdictions if necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but, but more around the legal, so let's say the 
uh, the structure more around companies than around other, um, can I say figures? Other structures that I see in the yeah. uh, yeah. US, yeah. UK, mm-hmm. Canada, mm-hmm. even Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazil also, there's a tradition to have, to use offshores, mm-hmm. tradition to have uh, sometimes trusts, mm-hmm. it pretty much depends on the, on the jurisdiction. But mm-hmm. what I'm seeing more and more is people mm-hmm. move to Portugal, foreigners, especially with the estate planning already structured. Yeah. So it's just a matter what I recommend is prior to your relocation to Portugal, we mm-hmm. have to test that and see whether it fits or not. Because absolutely, yeah. trusts, offshores, is something that we need to tread lightly and may not work mm-hmm. to Portugal, so we need to see if something has to mm-hmm. be changed to work. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, what struck me about Portugal is that it perhaps has the longest list of blacklisted jurisdictions of any country I've ever seen. <laughs> Basically, it's everywhere in the world. Yeah. Every island. Yeah, <laughs> Every absolutely. island. But you throw in your Panama, you throw in the United Arab Emirates. It's just, yeah. Anyway, well, it, is what, what it is what strikes me as odd in that list yeah. is that mm-hmm. there are some countries mm-hmm. uh, with, with which we have tax treaties. So it's a tax haven, it's yeah. blacklisted, but we do have tax treaties with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have exchange of information clauses. I don't know if they mm-hmm. exchange, really. I, I don't know if they exchange information or not. But we, we do have tax treaties, and mm-hmm. when we have so so, if I have to choose, it's onshore. Mm-hmm. But then, if it is offshore and blacklisted, I would definitely choose the one that has a tax treaty. Because, for instance, mm-hmm. for NHR purposes, well, there is a tax treaty, so I think rules will be slightly different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.